0: All right, a bit of quick housekeeping before we get started today. Uh, this episode was recorded at Sony Condo Trip very recently, but before the iPhone 14 was announced. So that's why we don't talk about it. We don't quite know about it while we're talking, but we do go over a lot of interesting Mac opinions and how Max approaches his reviews, And by the way, if you don't know Max Yuriev, you've probably come across the channel. Max Tech is just one of the go-to places for Apple news and testing and benchmarks. They do an amazing job along with his brother as well. They, they just really dissect everything that's going on in the Apple world. And to the point that it's caused some amount of controversy, which we talk about in this episode, and I think Max handled it really well. Because it's a challenging thing. I think some people in the Apple world feel like you know they don't love the way that he's doing things, but we're going to get into it. So anyway, just wanted to let you know why and when this episode is recorded. Thanks again to Max for coming on. Let's head over to Idaho. All right. This is a great episode. I've been meaning to get you on for a while. So thanks for coming on. Max, nice if anybody here. doesn't watch Max Tech or your old school channel that yeah. There's some
1: content that's still worth watching in the catalog, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I mean, it used to be more like camera focused uh, back in the yes. day. Actually, back in the day, we used to do more like mostly overlapping, like computer tests, so. like final cut tests and camera tests. And now, you, I mean, you've focused in a lot more on Mac Max, and Apple. Apple and, you know, like consumer tech, maybe I'd say it. <laughs> And it's working. It's doing great for you. You guys have grown a lot. Working. You just hit a million. So yes. congratulations. Thank
1: you. We're very blessed. A lot of the audience is great. Um, supportive. Watches the videos.
0: Uh, I watch the videos.
1: Some good constructive. We get some good constructive criticism. Sometimes it hurts, but it helps <laughs> us to improve and change. Sure. Well, so.
0: And uh, I mean also for context. So if, if anybody doesn't watch the video, you, not everybody needs to watch the video versions of this. But this is a good one because we are in person Outside, so I'm going to warn you there are children running around. The wind is blowing. There will something will interrupt us. There might be a
1: drone flying by. There are are drones (laughs)
0: flying over, so something will be noisy in the background. We're going to pretend it didn't happen. Well, good thing
1: we have good mics. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, and we are at Condo, yes, Condo Trip from Sony, presented by Sony. So, this is um, an awesome event. The the other time, the I guess the second time we met in person was another Sony event, that was camera camp. Yep. Um and this is like a similar vibe, but uh different. I think that was all YouTubers. Yeah. And here condo we have a lot more photographers. A lot of photographers, yeah. yeah. And a
1: lot of people just even doing some people just doing TikTok or just, you know, Instagram without doing anything Yeah. Else, so
0: yeah, I mean talking to, to Sony people, and this would be interesting to talk to you about, they're thinking a lot about that transition, just like we all are of that like, you know what, vertical videos, they're all fun and games now, but they're gonna be real. It's like at some point we're like People will teenagers now will grow up watching vertical video, watching TikTok, and that's real entertainment to them.
1: Should I admit something embarrassing?
0: Yes, <laughs> absolutely.
1: Oh, the max year you have channel viewers, you know, just it at this point <laughs> yeah. on my phone i think last year i started shir- shooting vertical video oh yeah, i always yeah. told my wife like please you know go horizontal it's gonna be yeah. terrible i don't know what made the click maybe it's starting to do some tiktok stuff sure yeah and whatever
0: it's because it that's how you hold the phone it's <laughs> just know. so natural that it's what yeah I so mean, terrible if you, to resist. Air, you
1: know you do the what is it? not airdrop or whatever you connect to your tv sure, we're yeah. watching oh, yeah, pho- looking at photos and, and it's videos. almost all black and it's like yeah <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so. I know.
0: I, there really is a struggle. And what I keep saying to anybody, will listen, I keep telling the Sony people here too, I'm like, I just want my sensors to be square. Let me have a square sensor and crop what I want out of it. And then, you know, it could somebody be...
1: actually brought that up here about shooting with a GH6 and shooting yes. open gate.
0: I love the open and gate. And then
1: the fact that you have a lot more cropping options. Totally. And
0: so... especially because that's the cropping you want is on the top and bottom. Actually, what are you shooting on now? So you don't do as much camera news anymore. So we don't find out. But it's a shame. Uh, I haven't posted
1: for nine months on my other channel feel well, bad about ready it <laughs> for an update
0: just like do an a roll like a behind the scenes a roll setup like how you uh all
1: sony stuff yeah i mean i still have uh I still have some samsung cameras i don't know if you ever shot with the nx1 no back in the day but
0: i've heard of it i remember that is that the one that did had like android on
1: it it wasn't it was <laughs> oh, it was okay. their first actual decent camera oh, apc okay. sensor first one to have like phase detect autofocus like uh sony quality autofocus but way back in the day when nobody had that right um, but yeah, uh, I have other cameras, but Sony's what we shoot with. So three A7S threes, one A1 with 8K for the times that we need it, nice. which are actually some legitimate use cases. Like, for like it, what? I'd, actually,
0: I'd be curious. What's a legitimate use case for 8K other than a computer test? <laughs> can it render 8K? <laughs> I mean, that's, well, that, that's half <laughs> the reason I ever shoot an 8K is just to see if uh, the new MacBook can handle it
1: um so i think well that legitimate reason for us um is for computer tests but not for the video editing side sure so when we're doing side-by-side comparisons we have two macbooks out out we're shooting you know four or five hours at a time Mm -hmm. you know it becomes a 25 minute video uh but we have that top camera and then so we need to show two computers and then be able to zoom into the details like we're testing out frequencies you know all that kind of stuff so we switched over to that and it's dramatically better because you're
0: punching in and it's still 4k after you've punched in or nearly 4k you know yeah it's, it's still I think sharp we'd,
1: we'd punch in i think four or five hundred percent sometimes yeah. uh for key yeah. small details on a screen of course yeah and so it would look pretty bad but you know it's like f9 iso 1250 actually lower on the a1 um and then yeah
0: punching right. in a lot so. well i've also been amazed at how you've been able to like super optimize your workflow at this point because you're putting out Many videos, like, you know, like how many a week generally? What's Uh, the target? What do you aim for?
1: During regular time, six. Um, During launches, seven. Sometimes we'll double (laughs) post and we'll do
0: eight. That's amazing. And uh, but you got to put a lot of thought into like how you're on your workflow and optimizing all that stuff. So like, what are some key things? Like what were key changes you made that like, oh, now we can get videos out faster?
1: Yeah, I guess uh, on the, just the workflow side Uh, one central server. Mm. Um, So years ago, we used to have external hard drives. We're swapping them back and forth depending who's working on a project. Two projects are one. We're
0: doing that right now. (laughs) So
1: investing in like a QNAP or Synology, like we use QNAP. Everything's, you know, all there. Mm -hmm. We need to duplicate a a project, uh, split it up. Right. Um, So everything's there. And then if we're referencing other stuff, like we have motion graphics, you know, the graphs. It's all 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 in one place. Uh, B rolls organized to access it quickly. Um, fast cards like those
0: four hundred dollars Sony, one hundred sixty gigabyte uh, ridiculous cards. Speaking of condo, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so at camera camp they gave us samples of those super fast cards. But you're using faster than this. The, so these are three hundred megabytes. No,
1: these are like eight. I think they're eight hundred. That's I
0: haven't even yeah. seen those. Yet. I mean, <laughs> so we're
1: we're shooting three camera angles for the hands-on yeah. stuff. We're shooting for 20, 30 minutes, handing it off to Angelica, our main editor. Um, she's working on it, grabbing the other cards. Oh, that's
0: great. So the edit is starting while you're shooting.
1: So yeah, after the yeah. first 20, 30 minutes of us shooting out of the four or five hours, Perfect. the edit is going. Yeah, that's so awesome. So we get done shooting. We're working on the thumbnail, working on titles, yeah. uh, other stuff as that video is being wrapped up. Oh, that's really great. So, and Angelica super fast. Um, so well, <laughs> she's and good. You, you know,
0: I'm sure a lot of people are watch, watch your videos that don't do any video production. So they only are, are thinking about the, the computer specs. But for anybody who... <laughs> there's some appreciation to like how challenging it is to turn things around like that, that still have all of the quality like, cause and try to keep the quality. Absolutely. Up, yeah. I mean, the visual quality has got to be there and the audio quality and the information Like you still also have to deliver Better on. on information. That's yeah. the promise, right? Like if it's yeah. a, all, it's gotta be the full package. We want people to come work. back
1: and people do, you know, not everybody's into following all the latest tech news. You know, some people follow cameras or sports or whatever. So we have that audience, but then we have all the creators, you know, that are here, when it's time to get a new computer, when they're you know something's slowing down or whatever, that's when they'll you know search it up and have right. some valuable you know info.
0: Well, okay. So one thing I'd love to hear a bit more about is like how you guys have evolved in the way that you think about testing computers as well, because I feel like somebody the other day here asked me what you do that hadn't watched your channel. I was like, well, you know how all the computer magazines used to do all these benchmarks when there was a new release, they all went away <laughs> or not all, yeah, of them. But, a lot. But you them know, did. it's it's harder to get that like definitive information, like how fast does it do some standardized testing? Yeah. And you guys have really kind of filled that, that need. Um, yeah. so I, I don't know. I just kind of love to think, to, to hear a bit about like how you approach testing, how you think about testing. Um,
1: well, I mean, it all started even back from like cameras for me, um, and then going into computers wanting to upgrade. Right. And then you see this new flashy project and I love you know, product, I love tech. So you want to buy it, but then reality is it that much faster? How much faster is it? You know, and I think the first kind of tech thing I did when I was still all focused on photo video, I built a computer because I started shooting 4K when the GH4 came out, I mm-hmm. think, and my computer was super slow. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Right. I just spent I think three three and a half thousand custom building this PC, thought water cooled, overclocked.
0: Yeah, of course. What's going on? It's just the thing.
1: And then it's like, yeah, get the best graphics card. And then you, I looked and it was like 15 to 20% GPU usage at max, right. in, and then pr- using Premiere. So obviously, there's other limitations. So, you know, upgrading something doesn't make a difference. People say, yeah, upgrade this, upgrade that, but they don't back it up. Mm-hmm. So for me, I wanted to test for myself, share with people, and actually back it up with, you know, the actual speeds and facts, which is why I like doing the hands on thing. Because yeah. people see it in real, you know, almost in real time. You know, we right. cut stuff out, but it's not like you just say, hey, this is good, this is bad, whatever. Um, so yeah. And that over time, you know, we did tests that we were interested in. Uh, we wanted to improve. Other people said, Hey, can you test this? Can you add blender? Can you add, uh, logic? Like I don't do any logic stuff at all, sure, Yeah. but it's valuable for them. So we're trying to add value. We're trying to see how can we differentiate ourselves from other people? Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes it more interesting? What still kind of makes it fun. There's so much technical stuff and some people hate that, totally, but sometimes yeah. they need it. So on camera, we are, you know, we're, we're genuinely excited, but we show some excitement. We have some fun. We make fun of some stuff or whatever. So that's no, what we're trying uh, to do. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: I appreciate it. Like Because, you know, often you and I are reviewing the same thing when it comes out. And I, I take a much more not-by-the-numbers approach because I don't have the patience that you like, do, apparently. I like
1: the way you do it, too.
0: But it's, um, I mean, the thing is, is, like, it is so challenging to get real results, like, to get useful information out of any test that... It is helpful to have like different approaches of some of it's just numeric and some of it's standardized benchmarks. And then some of it's like purely, you know, this camera at this frame rate runs like this. Good examples before is, uh, I mean, you, you were doing a lot of videos when we all started struggling with Canon R5 footage. Um, something about it just slowed down every machine. I mean, just like yeah. you were saying with... there's
1: My $15,000 Mac Pro can't play it. <laughs> yeah, so. like
0: certain codecs just started to destroy... Uh, I mean Intel Max, especially, and I still don't know. I don't really know what was going on. Um, yeah. There was some kind of heavier encoding. I don't know if we want to get into the details. That we needed <laughs> but... to get. That we needed hardware decoding. That I, yeah. I, I guess is built into the
1: fanless eight hundred fifty R M one MacBook Air. <laughs> right. Play that back sure, perfectly.
0: Yeah. So. Well, so one thing I'd love to to, to like, ad- so people that don't get a chance to talk to you in person would wonder about is that like sometimes your guys's channel gets a. A bit of a bad rap of being like, well, you're like showing the worst of what Apple's doing, when at the same time you clearly love the product and use the product you sell a uh, and choose lot the product. Products. Exactly. I mean, and there's a reason you're not talking about Max, but editing on a PC, right? Like, in the end, it's still like you, you guys like it. So, how do you think about that balance of like when you're going to point out point out the worst, but you're still into what they're making?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's tough. There's the aspect of YouTube, the algorithm changes, the fact that now, like within the first 30 minutes, I can guess how that video is going to do, or majority of the time, a month from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to be after a day, you can change a thumbnail title, it can change, I mean, years ago, right. then it went quicker than 10 hours, now it's 30 minutes. You know, you get the first list thing. Um, and so if you don't have a title that is clickable, a thumbnail that will attract people, then your video is going to get buried. So not only is it you want to get views, it's your business, but also if you're trying to help people and save people money, which we do a lot, mm -hmm. we tell people don't buy this, don't buy that, then that part of it kind of sucks. So um, all of our stuff, I think it was like the first camera... It wasn't camera cam, but I think it was the first condo where I took an analytics class. There was a guy who came in and shared about YouTube. I was in that class. And so he
0: talked about, like,
1: text in the thumbnail and that YouTube can read that. Uh, Talked about the thumbnail needs to stop you from scrolling. The title uh, is supposed to get you to click in. Mm -hmm. And then in the beginning of video, you have to reference what that is. So it's not clickbait. And then it has to not be clickbait. Right. You got to deliver. Yeah. So each one of our thumbnails, titles. Of course, we're going to put the thing that stands out the most mm-hmm. with the SSD issue thing. We wanted people to know about it. It blew up everywhere. We got good press, bad press. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And at the end of the day, now 80% of our affiliate sales are for the higher models. So Apple's sure. making a lot more yeah. money.
0: Well, and I almost have a hard time focusing in on the negative because I just love the products. Like I get, I see how good the updates have been especially if we're talking about Macbooks for a second yeah. and it is really it's hard for me to shit on them when they're just excellent they're Compared they're, they're just very very good um but you know the 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 flaws are still there so i end up i don't so for example um, um, my recent ones and for anybody that doesn't remember this storm in a teacup from <laughs> a couple of weeks ago basically yeah the Macbook airs on the cheapest model the 256 hard drive was clocked slower because it wasn't, there was two hard drives or two, I use the word hard drive. Two two chips. Two chips running in parallel on all the other machines. To me, if you're buying the cheap, this is one of the cheapest Mac, cheapest like new Macs. This is probably not what you're concerned about. So I didn't mention it in my review and I actually got flack the other way of people being like, why didn't you talk about this? (laughs) And like, I just think that if you, the commenter who is super concerned about this, yeah. You're probably not in the market for the cheapest computer anyway, because you want it to perform that well.
1: That's true. Uh, the crazy thing is, uh, so one, there's a huge split. Mm-hmm. There's people like, hey, you guys are overreacting. There are other <laughs> YouTubers doing that. Yeah. There are other you know, tech websites doing that. And then you have the side that's like, why aren't you talking about this? This sure. matters a lot. And going out rage commenting. Yeah. Which we didn't tell anybody to do that. They both have their legitimate points. And then, so the hard thing about the negativity is if you're watching a specific comparison and it's like an almost two-year-old M1 MacBook Air versus this two, next one, $200 higher MSRP, $450 higher or 350 Mm -hmm. actual price. And as soon as you open a couple apps, it is legitimately half the speed at a lot of, not one task, a lot of tasks. That's a legitimate issue. Uh, and the weird thing is for us, we have an audience that watches our videos that buy through our affiliate links right. that care, right? Yeah, sure. So they they care, they're doing creative stuff. And I think it was like 70% were buying the base model when we were tracking our affiliate right, links. Right, so you could see it. We okay, thought, are that's, we overreacting? Because right. people are like, nobody buys the base model. Sure. Uh, but in the but real were, world, the people that right. watch our detailed stuff, right? So if you're watching somebody else's content like... Um, Somebody that just focuses, on, look at this new design, you know, stuff like that, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. If you're watching like these 25-minute tests where you're mm-hmm. doing Blender and, you know, all this kind of stuff and you're doing photography, you do care more. But they were still buying it. Right. And like I said, now I think it's 80% of them are buying the, the 512 model. Yeah so it was a huge flip and a lot of people bought the 14 inch <laughs> and for
0: anybody that missed this whole thing the, the, in the end i mean i fully re- agree with your recommendation yeah. like just nobody should buy the 256 but not only because of the speed but it's not enough space for most people anyway that you is know?
1: true too unless i mean you, there's cloud their external storage sure. i used to buy the base model all the time yeah because 512 is not enough for me a terabyte is not enough for me you mm-hmm. know two terabytes well but i find 256
0: off-loading. is not even enough for my system to really still be comfortable like once i've got all my apps and all my plugins. How many and apps do you have? <laughs> I mean, well, well, all the ones I got to test. Like you know, there you go. especially you know things like Final Cut assets and like yeah. so there's some like sound libraries. But yeah, I mean, uh, Final Cut good examples. Like Motion VFX have like tons of them, and I use them, yeah. and I need them to just always be on the local drive.
1: So ours is about hundred gigs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we're testing we're struggling with these base models. Yeah. Sometimes we have to delete it and then do the next test and install something.
0: Well, and I also don't want to be like babysitting my downloads folder of like, okay, I got to sort through, find all the big files and find somewhere to put them. Um, Exactly. So uh, yeah, that's, I always feel like getting from 256 to 512, that's just the first update. Like if you do nothing else.
1: And that's what we recommended. Some people said yeah. get 16 gigs, stick with five two uh, 256 if you don't care about uh, storage. But no, you're right. Yeah, I, I think... You're not only getting faster speed performance, but also you're getting, you know, double the storage. Yeah, 100%.
0: Um, so yes, yeah.
1: I'll finish up that kind of thing. I'm on both sides, honestly. Yeah. I, got, I got sick of that. And the reason why we made so many videos is because people would call us out, like websites... Cre- other you know respectable creators uh, it got pretty crazy right. <laughs> pretty yeah, dramatic yeah. and so uh, when we say something alright well let's see if we are wrong yeah. so then we do the tests well, and then and it would
0: be a very different conversation if what you were if what you are calling it wasn't accurate if it actually was untrue that would be a completely different kind of problem but the fact that it isn't a, a yeah. visible
1: well in, in the beginning issue, we didn't you know? know how true it was right so when we did our first video the teardown we're like hey It has one chip, just like the MacBook Pro did uh, that they released earlier. So that means that you might have slowdowns if you have a lot of things open, right? right. And then so there's like 50 comments saying, and people tweeting on (laughs) Twitter, you know, creators putting it out on Twitter. No, you're wrong. It's not going to make a difference, blah, 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 blah. So
0: like, all right, let's take a look. Yeah, let's find out. And
1: after like, you know, a few videos, then you're kind of sick of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I mean, I I appreciate Uh, like doing the legwork because... I'm not going to put that time into it. Well, so. the cool thing
1: at the end of it, even though it was, I mean, I probably would approach it differently if we could, you know, take a step back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have like MKBHD that said, with them raising the price, this 512 model should, or the 256 shouldn't exist. Yes. Dave Lee, a lot of res- people sure, that yeah, we yeah. look up to and respect. Uh, and some of the haters, a lot of them changed their mind too. Right. Some of the strong yeah. haters said, okay, yeah. Five twelve. That should be
0: the base, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. well, and I also think there's a lot of. I, what I always find strange is there's so much. Um, people are just ready to be angry about it's it's this, it's the tech is our sports. You know, it's like it's yes we have our teams and we get excited and we get defensive. And Taking I always camera th- brands. And the thing is, I'm not I'm not <laughs> into sports, so maybe that's why I've never had those feelings of like, oh, I really need to. It's offensive to me if my favorite product has a flaw. Like I just don't have that attachment to it. Um, but I get that a lot of people do. So it's people
1: drop thousands of dollars.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You get attached. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah,
1: sure. And then they buy a product and then they go watch your video and you're telling them not to buy this. I remember from the, from doing camera reviews too. Yeah. And then they just rage comment, like, mm-hmm. you're wrong on all this stuff. And you ask, like, hey, did you buy one of these? Like, yeah, and it's amazing, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so they're trying to feel better about themselves. Yeah, yeah. And it's a tool, you right. know, just these Macs and whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, even a challenge on, on my side uh, is that, like, I'll, the things that don't work out for me, I generally don't review. Because I, like, oh, I wasn't, I'm not into it. So I put it aside and I'm not going to keep using it and dig into it. So, um, it almost creates a bit of an imbalance. I've talked to a few other creators, especially on the show about that too, that, that can end up creating this sense, this feeling of bias because we're reviewing our favorite things. Yeah. But that's a more fun review to make. It's harder to review the stuff that you just don't care about. And I
1: mean, I guess in our position now we're putting out so many videos, we're focused on Apple. So we're going to review all the stuff. Yeah. Some stuff we say, this is terrible. Don't buy this at all. Buy this and this instead for half the price. Um, you know, other stuff is great. Like mm-hmm. the whole M1 launch, people called us Apple fanboys, like crazy. And I mean, there's so much positivity to say. I and mean, that's why on this, this side, is, this is the problem it, <laughs> over the last,
0: like t- since the M1, I mean, let's just talk about Apple for a sec too. Cause I, I just keep bringing up, I'm like the M1 moment is going to go down in history. Yeah. Absolutely. This transition didn't have to go so well. And I don't think
1: Apple thought it was going to do so well. Yeah. Honestly. And
0: it just is shockingly good. And all of a sudden has solved so many of my workflow issues. We were just talking about yeah. camera codecs. That just went out. I just don't think about it anymore. It is not a problem. Anyway, I just wanna
1: <laughs> I just want to it's amazing. I just want to be absolutely excited. Absolutely amazing. It. Yeah. And these new MacBooks are also great. Mm-hmm. It's just when you set the bar so high, or maybe they didn't want to set the bar so high, but with the M1 MacBook Air, it was so good, so good for such a low price. And then you raise stuff and then you, you know, lower things. I mean, the whole chip thing is a $2 part. Less actually, because Apple's buying crazy bulk. But I mean, they're positioning stuff to be more profitable. Mm -hmm. From a business standpoint, that makes sense. But yeah. And I guess the last thing about the whole negativity thing. Yeah, sure. (laughs) When you watch a comparison, uh, this is how I kind of view things. We make content like for people to search up as well, right? Mm -hmm. So somebody's at a store, they're trying to decide which one do I buy. They type in MacBook Air Force Pro, they watch the video, skip to the section that they want to watch. That's what they're getting. But then, after a week or two, we do the review, and then that's where it's a you know holistic kind of view from a different perspectives of somebody buying a base model, they don't care. Somebody's doing something else, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more well-rounded and focused on a review compared to right. comparison. We're just focused on this or this. How much lower is this than this? And people are like, why are you complaining? It's pretty right. fast. It's Apple Silicon. Yeah. It's true but it's for you know purchasing decisions. Sure yeah, like I mean
0: the, the comparisons are still incredibly valuable cuz the money is is very real. And you know it, I I always it's f- cuz I need to tap into that when I'm reviewing if I, sometimes I'm just reviewing a product that's a loner and I didn't actually buy it and you really have to remember as a reviewer like the people watching this video are all have real money on the line. I'm just going to send this camera back to to Sony after I do my tests or whatever but anybody concerned about purchasing it like the money is you know very real so and we had uh,
1: comments like we had one not too long ago with this launch where it's like hey we're a university uh we're right. gonna spend five hundred thousand dollars this yeah. year on yeah. mac products apple products and you've dramatically shifted our purchasing mm-hmm. decisions and you're saving us money we can buy more computers yeah and we really appreciate it or somebody saying hey i was gonna buy, spend four grand on a mac studio ultra now i know for my workflow it makes no difference at all I'll spend two grand. Yeah, Thank you so much. And yeah. those are the comments that make me happy. No, you know? absolutely. Or sometimes yeah. like, no, please spend extra money. Well,
0: and that's that's part of like the good news. I mean, I keep being excited about every Mac that comes out and I keep giving glowing reviews because everything's good right now. But the, 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 the other thing is like you can, you can buy so much cheaper now. Like everybody yeah. can go down a peg and still get the performance they need. And most people, we're getting to the point where like most people I know in real life, don't need anything more than a MacBook Air. Like that's really we're yeah. getting into that range and I think
1: and, we could do the majority of what we do on a I know.
0: MacBook yeah. Air. Yeah, I edited. I've edited a few
1: or a Mac Mini with same Full on 4K
0: videos like, you know, nothing lacking from a professional commercial production yeah. on the MacBook Air. It totally works. And and also when um, you know, I've talked to more professional editors than myself. So Thomas Grove Carter comes on the show sometimes and he has done on older MacBook Airs Professional big shoots are usually working in a proxy workflow, and it kind of doesn't matter what computer they're using because they don't render it, right? Yeah. The editing is all happening with smaller files. They hand it off to a finishing yep. uh, stage of production, and and then, you know, the grading and special effects are all done. And, and then, they're in crazy studios. Yeah, and you so have some so big setups, server yeah. tower that renders it out in no time, and exactly. it's not even a concern, so... I don't know. We're in this just amazing spot where you kind of can't go wrong. with The only that, so.
1: limitation, uh, it's ourselves, you know? Sure. The creators themselves. Yeah, now I have no excuse push? of why I can't put more videos <laughs> exactly. out every week. Or... I mean, I remember shooting wedding photography on Canon cameras, only being able to use a center focus point because everything else sucked. And yeah. even that one sucked. Sure. It's like focus, recompose, focus, recompose, take three shots. Hopefully one of them is in focus. Yeah. Uh, and now it's like I autofocus, left, right, you know, whichever you the want. The slow
0: motion was in 720p. I mean, I mean yeah. 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 So. I used to I, like if I look at some of my older videos that were for clients. I mean, I'd publish them in 720 because all the slow motion looks so soft rendered up to 1080 that I. So you have to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've come a long way and not yeah, that long. So. Are,
1: I mean, it's crazy and stuff got a lot less expensive.
0: Um, in, in the world of Mac, what do you kind of wish for in the next set of announcements? Like, what are the not not based on rumors, but like, what could you use? What's the what's missing right now?
1: Like in our. Workflow, yeah, you, like you, yeah, life. you
0: personally. What, what's what's missing? I would wish for this to use.
1: iPhone screen not to dim when it's hot outside and the 5G is running.
0: I wasn't thinking about that, and <laughs> that's, that's a good one, <laughs> but not just the 5G. I mean, you could turn it to airplane mode and it's still going to overheat, it's uh, yeah.
1: ridiculous. Yeah. That part of it's ridiculous. Um, as far as our workflow from the Apple side, it would just be IMAX, all in one IMAX, um, like 27 inch, yeah. 27 inch. Yeah, that's kind of what we're waiting on. Mac Studio is doing great. Ultimately, we don't really need much more at all. I don't sure. think. I mean, from yeah. the cameras, these cameras are so amazing too. We love the Sony's. The only thing is the stabilization sucks. So I would, I would upgrade. Well, but people those.
0: say that about the Sony's. Or about the Canons too. So and they're better. I oh I hear they're the better for sure. I, so but I've always I've been feeling like I'm missing out. Like the Sony's are doing better because the no. Canons have the wobble. Let okay. me tell you now,
1: the A1 okay, okay. is not. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, okay. Because th- I, th- I have one that in mind for Max that um. I forgot to put in my review, but I do hope that we get that, like, larger screen MacBook Air someday. Like, give us all the thinness, give us yeah. the, like, this is still reasonably priced. It's not the premium expensive. You're not going to a pro, but it's just a bigger screen. Because I, I definitely know people... I mean, uh, for uh, the workflow with my wife is that we're going to... We usually download all the photos to her computer. She sorts through them, and then I edit them on mine. Yeah. And so that you means... Get any more performance. Exactly, yeah. She doesn't need... More than a MacBook Air, but she can't work on that smaller screen, that exactly. smaller keyboard. So um, I think a, that would open it up to a lot more people would be able to work within the MacBook. We Air. would love
1: it because it's going to be super thin and light for that size, more affordable. I don't think it's gonna be super cheap based on what Apple's been doing. Sure, but uh, still less than the Pro. Still less, yeah. yeah. And what happened in the past is I don't know if you remember back in the day where the like the 13 inch would they never had dedicated graphics. I right. think at one point yeah, even yeah, yeah. the. The 15-inch base models didn't have dedicated graphics. So it was like, if you want performance, you had to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you want the big screen, you're spending way more money. Right. Same thing on the phones. And now, obviously, we're going to have a larger, you know, large-size, cheaper phone.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so Apple's trying to diversify. They used to have barely any products. They're spreading it out. They're trying to get more people to come in.
0: Sometimes it feels like they're spreading it out a bit too much, too. Sometimes
1: it does. I, I, it's, Sometimes it does. It's
0: getting a little harder to tell people what... you got to have a longer conversation to figure out what they need yeah. because... There's a lot of options, but...
1: So I guess the main question is, will they do that? I mean, I feel like so many people would not buy the 16-inch uh, if they could buy a 15-inch MacBook Air. Yeah. I mean, which is what, you know, that's what the but rumors may, are. But
0: maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's what Apple wants. Like, do they care if, I, are their margins still just as good on the MacBook Airs so they're happy? They, I, I mean, they
1: hit 40%. Like, that's kind of their goal. Yeah. Um, and if you look at iPad, people asked for years to have, like, a good keyboard, good multitasking. And when they finally gave it to us, they just made sure it's, at least as expensive as buying a MacBook <laughs> yeah, right. or more.
0: Sure, yeah. So
1: like, you can have it as long as you give us a lot of money. Yeah, right. Granted, the products are great, but spending 350 bucks on a keyboard for your tablet is ridiculous. Yeah, for
0: sure. <laughs> well, let's also talk about cameras a little bit more. So uh, yeah, A1, uh, A7S yeah. 3 what you? what's on your next wish list for cameras? Like what's missing right now that?
1: So after hanging out yesterday, we were bowling and you know hanging out with a bunch of people. For some reason I went on my laptop, I should've went to bed. <laughs> And I'm looking up like uh, the Fuji. Um, what's the name? The new one? Not the new one. No, the 100 V. Yeah, um, yeah, like the
0: point-and-shoot fixed lens, 35 mm fixed lens. I was yeah, looking yeah. up
1: the Sony uh, R1 Mark II, mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. small fixed lens that right. it, yeah. that would get me to go start wanting to shoot for fun. For sure. I mean, because I was making you know money doing photography, video for so many years, I just kind of got burned out. Mm-hmm. So at work. I'm shooting with cameras like, you know, outside of that, almost everything is yeah, yeah. phone.
0: I know. And then, the then fo- when
1: you look at the pictures, the phone's not the same. Yeah. It's
0: I mean, it's um, it's amazing. And I always try to never um, talk down on the f- phones because it's shocking how good they look. But there is just a different feeling like they look like phone photos. Everything's in focus. Yeah. They're a little over sharpened. And it just it feels very different looking at anything like, yeah, on, like, on, a real on Instagram
1: doesn't look too bad. Yeah. You know, when it's compressed. Uh, but like my mindset, you know, we have three kids, oldest ones, you yeah, know, 10 pictures and going down. To be as good as they can. I'm thinking like long-term, you know, same thing with like, as soon as the iPhone gets AK, mm-hmm. I'm shooting everything in AK yeah. just for that kind of better quality and long-term right. thing. Um, but yeah, I think just for the fun of it, you know, get a a camera that I want. I mean, I have too many cameras, <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah just, but just some, one more,
1: hopefully maybe I'll go use it. Uh, I mean, sometimes we'd go on a vacation. Then i take, you know, 20, 30 photos with my actual camera. And then later I'm going through the photos, putting stuff Yeah, I'm like, man, those look so good. Right. Yes, the iPhone portrait mode is good. And yes, we make a video on YouTube comparing both on a screen. It's hard to tell. Yeah. But then when you just look, I don't know. Yeah, as soon as
0: it's blown up on the screen, as soon as it's full screen or you set it as a background yeah. or whatever. And then sometimes I'll it.
1: even take, you know, like I took the A1 when we went on our anniversary and then I uh, put it on my phone. Mm-hmm. You can tell the difference. It I looks know. so yeah, yeah, dang yeah. good,
0: well, so even if you compress it. What did you do? You try anything new here? Because I've I've got to test a whole bunch of Sony cameras that I have never used before. So that was fun for me. But any, did you like grab some new lenses or take anything for I a spin? Didn't touch oh, well, man, <laughs> it's because anybody who hasn't seen the the photos from Condo here, like they just have racks of literally everything yeah, Sony it's amazing. makes. It's amazing. So, yeah, you can take out the 400 millimeter 2.8 or... The, so I've shot with most of
1: it. I think I've done a couple shots with the 400, you know, when that came out. But it's said I'm scared of dropping I never bother. Here.
0: Yeah, it's, sort of, it's a novelty. It's like you just kind of do it for kids for, because it's a funny photo to hold a lens that big. But you remember, I have no need for it. I not
1: remember his name. I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Make Art Now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Josh. Josh. Did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so when he was
1: camera. on the one wheel on a gimbal, I mean, you got to find some B-roll and put yeah, it in Yeah, yeah. He's got it with somewhere. With the 400. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and it worked. Yeah. There's a um, shot of me there. I was a lot chubbier. <laughs> I've lost some weight, but.
0: But then, so today, actually, even for this video right now, yeah. so we're using two FX sixes, yep. which uh, it's kind of what I spent the most time with here. Cause I'd never used them. And they're the most similar to my C70. Um, and I've got to edit the footage. I can't have a verdict yet without trying it. The one thing I found though, is that uh, talking to all the other creators here, I was like, oh, how do I set this up in the menu? How do I configure this correctly? Nobody knew because nobody can get their hands on an FX6. <laughs> so nobody's seen these cameras anywhere. Even a lot of Sony people haven't tried them.
1: And like, I've shot with, like, I'm not, sh- I haven't shot with Venice, but like all the rest of them I've shot with. Yeah. Um, I owned an FX5, uh, the original one, a nice. while ago. And the built in NDs are good. The yeah. XLRs, that kind of stuff is great. But the menu system, like for our, us entry level people that are right. shooting with like a, a7s original we're complaining about the menus and these problems we didn't know we were talking about because when you're working with these it's They've improved some stuff, but it's still really, really bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, it took me a long time to set this, to get my settings right for this video right There's now. There's,
1: like, sub menus that don't make sense and yeah, all that totally. kind of stuff. So, they can't change it too much because the guys have been shooting with it for sure, a while. Sure, right. I'm sure they learned it. But, but
0: the, the thing that I have appreciated is I was thinking to Camera camp, which was 2019, and there was all these focus yeah. groups, and we would have these conversations where they're asking all these all, all these video creators, you know, what would you like to see? Like, what are your challenges shooting with Sony right now? And the, the, a lot of us had the same list of problems, you know, like the color colors are challenging on a sony hard to make them look good we need 10-bit we need better menu systems we need i forget some of the others but it's like your batteries it's, dual sd cards it's all happened yeah you know flip screens sure. we didn't have proper flip, flip screens, screens at the time
1: um your external monitor not to turn off with various modes <laughs> right um they've listened like
0: they pay attention yeah, yeah. I've,
1: I've went to a lot of different events for a lot of different camera companies not all of them but Sony, by far, pays attention the most. And I'm not just saying this because I'm here. Sure, no. It's, it's, <laughs> I just said a bad thing about but, these cameras
0: on the menus. <laughs> but it's why we're here, because nobody else has this, like, kind of connection. Or nobody with me has this kind of connection with the creators. Yeah, so. I
1: think I shared with you the, the way I first got invited. Like, maybe it was eight years ago or something. Uh, the A7R 2 came out, mm-hmm. and I bought it for weddings. And I went out, I was shooting an actual wedding, and it overheated after, like, 20 minutes of shooting 4K. It was right. in a hotel room. right. And so I had to, thankfully, like, grab my other body with me. Yeah. And so I made a review, like, hey, I love all these things, but this thing overheats. And and I think it was the first one, the first Sony that had 4K. Because mm-hmm. I was shooting with Panasonic before. Yeah. There's no autofocus, whatever, all, all the other stuff. But uh, so they reached out, they're like, hey, do you want to come? And I came, and I said, hey, the next one overheats still, and the next one overheats still, and they they didn't care. And then I brought Panasonic's. So I'm shooting Panasonic's here, mm-hmm. and they're fine with it. Yeah. And they actually listen to the feedback. So props to the Sony team here in the U S and uh, the guys coming over from Japan yeah, that yeah, really care.
0: Well, and part of what I love about this is you get a chance to talk to the guys from Japan and tell yeah. them, here's all the reasons I, I mean, for me that I still don't have, a, I'm not shooting Sony right now. Cause there's, I you know I totally could. I could I could swap out all my Canon stuff for Sony. It's a challenge to switch systems, but um you know it's it, it I, I love the pace at which they're they're improving it. But but I guess some of the things that you know if any of them end up listening. Some of the things that were still very challenging for me huge one is no NDs on a lot of these video centric cameras. Um being you know A7S3 that, you, that you're using and the FX3 that a lot of people here are using, like a lot of YouTubers are using it full time. having to screw on an nd means a few things first of all you have to have it with you and it's got to be the right thread size so even right now we were like trying to put an nd on your camera and i have the 82 millimeter thread and this lens is 72 i mean Mm -hmm. so you have to have the right adapters the right size nd and then you also have to keep it clean which is harder than keeping the lens clean you can't necessarily have the lens hood on anymore and you Um, have to color
1: correct issues yeah and and of course
0: as you move through the variable nds your color shifts uh, or if, if
1: you have, don't have the same exact brand or strengths, I mean, I I come from the, li- the wedding the game. The list dude. goes We're shooting on and on. Four or five cameras sometimes with different NDs yeah. on there, and then it's
0: nothing matches. Uh, and then also, you know, then the even oh, you're like, okay, variable NDs aren't professional enough. I'm going to step this up to the real real deal. And it's like, okay, you put a map box on there. Now your camera's five times bigger, and now you're you, so
1: slow at shooting. Totally, NDs.
0: you're doing fixed NDs. So I mean, I, I just we need to get to a place where uh internal NDs become, if this is a video-centric camera, if this exists for video, we've got internal NDs. So I've talked it's to him for a happen. while,
1: and then I talked to a guy from Japan, and he it was an engineer from Japan. He's mm-hmm. so not a marketing person or anything. And he said, we can either do in-body image stabilization, or we could do an ND. For example, yeah, these FX6s true. have it, but they don't have in-body image right. stabilization. They have, like, the software, you know, one. Sure. So maybe I mean, some new tech will come I, out. I, I, know <laughs> I, would,
0: I know what I would choose, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would just, I'd, I'd still go with the NDs. And I guess I just wish that they had a... I think I wish the FX3 made that compromise. I but, think so. But maybe that's just me. No,
1: I think a lot of people are expecting that. Right. Yeah. I mean, why not get... If you're shooting multiple cameras, most professionals are, or even YouTubers, you get one of each. Yeah. And then you can, you know, use whichever one's better or, you know... Yeah, it's for it's sure. Together.
0: Then the other thing I noticed that... Okay, so one thing that's amazing on the FX6 is the variable aperture. So you have... Very small increments that you can move it up as you want to get a little bit darker, which is amazing. And a feature I didn't know about before, too, is it has auto variable aperture. Have you tried this? Auto ND. Yeah, so the, yeah, yeah, sorry, I said aperture. Sorry, auto ND. And it just is getting brighter and darker, just auto exposure, but it's not changing any of the variables that affect the image, right? So the image quality looks identical. It's just brighter or darker. True cinema. Yeah, no, it's really (laughs) good. Well, you
1: can like, you can uh, change your aperture smoothly. And then it'll compensate with the N D and it looks amazing. I mean Philip Bloom did, you know, some test videos and showed it off where he would rack his aperture. Right. So you're going from seeing like this full scene to all of a sudden goes into shell dead. It's a whole nother look. I didn't see that. Almost like rack focusing but different. So that's pretty cool.
0: And but the downside of it, which I assume is a trade off of the technology, it doesn't go as dark as some other internal NDs. So on the C seventy, we can go at least ten stops. It might even I don't know if there's like I think a, it
1: might be ten, yeah. Yeah,
0: and these go to I think it's seven, so which is like a noticeable difference if you're they just can't shoot f one point two in some <laughs> in, sun, in sunlight. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I'm no, I, mean, I got to look at this footage. I'm excited to test it out. Uh, I mean, huge step forward, especially since last time I was on Sony is like now s log three looks good on everything because we used to be eight bit.
1: Yeah, you can shoot it.
0: Yeah, I mean it was you yeah s log three looked horrible. You couldn't use it, so we'd shoot s log two sometimes, and even that had bad like tons of banding. So we were all kind of hacking at it with like HLG to try to get more. I mean, that was a mess. So I shot
1: a real estate, a nice expensive house, uh, s log three because i had these beautiful uh windows yeah, you know he... this pool outside mountain views
0: and in the preview it looks like i've got all the dynamic range it's all there <laughs>
1: well the dynamic range ended up being there but yeah. the colors
0: are yeah, not it's... it was
1: not even didn't even look like eight bit i don't about... know four bit two bit i don't know what the so you published are. it
0: in black and white too. it <laughs> was
1: i mean thankfully the real estate agent was happy and he wanted to see the outside yeah. but each time i saw that i was just like do I do this for free for them? Or yeah, what do yeah, I do? yeah. Oh man. So yeah. Tyler, what are you excited for? You asked me what am I looking forward to. What would help? What about yeah, you? like
0: workflow wise? Um, Anything. So I mentioned I mentioned that bigger MacBook Air, which I actually uh, I want to throw in that that's not what I would buy because I still want the SD card. So uh, you know I want SD card okay, readers. You're and, Apple. Yeah, spend another six hundred bucks. Put an SD it. card in the MacBook Air with a bigger screen. So that's never going to happen. But. Um, there's that. Uh, what's been, cha- I mean, you know, I've been, I've been happy with a lot of things about the C70. So camera world has started to get really good. But, um, on, you know, on Canon's side, they really kind of dropped the ball on build quality with C70. There's the, the screen breaks for like everybody. And there's a bunch of handling issues that uh, like same with the joystick is, is pretty poorly built. Um, so like each can- each brand, as you move through them, it's like there's these yeah. trade-offs and you want to see them start unifying. Oh yeah, huge thing. Top of my list lately is open gate. I mean, we've got the sensor is a certain size. Don't crop it when when I'm shooting video. Like, why can't I access the whole thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, Sony's not as wide as Panasonic, right? Micro thirds, but you still could do that.
0: Yeah, you're still losing 5%, 10% on the top and bottom, something like that. Yeah, and
1: sometimes even more. Like, the a7S III is technically, they're higher than 4K. So if you put in, like, the active stabilization mode, it crops in 10%, but you still get 4K. So technically, if you you know, you'd have wider, taller, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. so and also, I mean, I've really liked the sensors that have closer to a square format. So you know, uh, like I'll be putting out the Fuji XH 2s video soon, and that's uh, has full frame, uh, like open gate yeah. options with um, the three by four. Size no, is that right? Four by three, maybe? I don't, yeah, I don't remember the ratio, but then I always mix those up. Same with Panasonic is uh got that like very square open yeah. gate, which is like amazing to work with. So the anamorphic. Yeah, so we're like on the brink of we're still in I'm surprised how hybrid so many of these cameras still are. Like the FX3 and the Canon um R five C we're like, look, let's let's get serious about hybrid but neither, they still didn't go all the way because they both still don't have internal NDs. The audio solutions on them aren't quite right to me. Um, So I feel like there's still like one more hill to get over where the the compact cam, we have some compact cameras that are like, look, there's really no compromises for video shooters. Like this is... Everything you need for shooting video.
1: Then we'll really have no excuses.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, like we'll find new excuses. Yeah, so. absolutely. And you know, I I um I mean I, I also want to start spending paying a bit more attention to what's gonna be coming up next. And I haven't done any videos on them because it's almost I almost don't know what to say about it, but things like virtual production, and I don't have anything to say because I can't afford any of the gear. We uh, we just had a tour of their little setup here and they said it was about two million dollars to set up uh like 20 by 20 room. And, um, film ride to do like a $10,000 version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gonna, ha- it's going to happen sooner than we think. So that's why I want to, I'm paying attention to it, even though I can't afford it right now. Um, and then same time, uh, AI imaging. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit of a novelty. I think a lot of people are sick of seeing it in their Instagram feed. Like it's, it, you know, we're kind of getting a flood of all this like auto generated stuff. And in its current form, I don't think that's what's going to be interesting about it, but it's going to really reshape the way that we deal with image creation And we're not sure all the details of that yet. Um, If
1: you really think about it, like on all these phones, like if you saw during Apple's event or or Google where they show like, it's like 12 photos getting getting spread out. that are taken instantly. That's technically AI imaging too, right? Where it's adjusting white balance for the person, different white balance for the background, Mm -hmm. bring some, some stuff up. I mean, we just see the final image, right. uh, but just
0: wait until n- you're gener- like the generating from nothing is what's like really oh, interesting to today. Oh yes, me, you know? there you go. I've because seen some really cool stuff on l- it. The um, there was a great demo. Uh, I forget her last name, but I think first name's Karen. She's like a in- Instagram or TikToker, and she does these great little reels of just like showing up recent tech. And she just did one yesterday today of generating AI outfits that she basically hacked together a few different AI platforms. So the first one, uh, she used Dolly to. Take a, she took the photo of her and said, generate overalls or like a, a metallic skirt or whatever. And it renders onto this photo of her a different piece of clothing. Mm. Then she used another application, I forget, different AI engine that would paint that rendering onto the video of her. And then she would composite all the frames as they were all... So, I mean, it's, it's such a different approach from like 3D generation where you need to be the artist, you need yeah. to like paint it in yourself. But instead the artist is just like, I want, a, I want overalls and the computer gives it to you, you know, like being the artist suddenly becomes just a keyboard warrior. Um, it's going to, it's going to really like reshape things. And I think, uh, just having an awareness of it, like, you don't like everybody doesn't need to get involved with it right away. But if you are, if you like rely on professional, like you're a professional creating this stuff, if you don't know what, that it's coming and have some sense of what it's going to be able to do. Yeah. You know, you're, you're gonna miss out in a way because it's gonna be significant eventually. So
1: yeah, I agree. Can't wait till I can just type in which B roll I want of this <laughs> I mean, book, and then all of a sudden, bam. basically. <laughs> so Uh-oh. I don't know.
0: That stuff's sounds gonna be really interesting. So I don't know. Um, and then in terms of uh, in terms of phones as well, it's funny because like I'm very I generally just don't look at rumors. So I've watched any of your uh, leak videos, or I you know I, I, I kind of like watching or a week it. Out, so no. I, I, I like watching it cold and like being surprised, but um. I I'm I'm very curious where the phone, where the cameras are really going to go next because um I I keep hearing about, you know, the kind of focuses on megapixels and stuff like that and yeah. and I don't know what what like what so maybe not next year but like because that's actually only weeks away but what do you hope for in like a year for next, you know, the iPhone 15 and iPhone 16 like what's the general direction you think would be interesting for photography on phones?
1: Well, I guess from my perspective, just what I would want and also from the perspective of like what the competition has. Uh, the one thing they're missing is like an actual telephoto, you know, camera. Right. They um, went from two to two and a half. I think a two and a half was like worse than the two. <laughs> the three got better. Sure. Uh, and then you look at, you know, Samsung, they can do a, you know, what is it, 10X? I yeah, think. like real zoom. It's yeah, it's going to pull out the S22, but it's the full. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the difference is dramatic. And I do use, I actually do do, Zoom shots, you know, my sure. kids are out playing whatever, and they images just kind of suck. Yeah. Um. So computational can only do so, go so far. That's mm-hmm. one of it. I mean, I talked about you know video, 8K shooting videos of my kids yeah. and stuff for the future. I I want that, and okay, they're gonna okay. go that way. I mean, they've they've done a great job avoiding just marketing mm-hmm. fluff. So I'm very excited to see how it actually does. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, there's downsides like you can't do as much processing. Or you need a much more powerful image processor to do that. Um, so what I really love, like we love doing the blind camera comparisons. Like we're like, how can we stand out from other people doing all these camera comparisons? So, you know, one of us shoots it, the other is watch. We vote. Yeah, we yeah, that's what it is. But I also really enjoy doing the triple generation one. So the last few years, like I did the iPhone 13 versus 12 versus 11. Mm-hmm. So three generations, all with the latest software updates. Yeah. And seeing how much of a difference is it. Sometimes it's not much when you factor in the software updates and Apple does improve the cameras. They just don't say anything. Sure. Uh, sometimes it's very little and sometimes it gets worse. You know, like mm-hmm. the 2.5x uh, right. camera yeah. actually A little got softer. Worse. Um, So we'll see. We'll see kind of how it does. Um, but in general... I don't know. How much better can they get? <laughs> yeah,
0: Well, that's, that's where I'd like to see it actually more so than, I mean, you're mentioning the zoom lens getting better, but I'm not as concerned about the range. I would just like to see it look better, like not be visibly different from the wide in terms of just like image quality, like traditional image quality, sharpness, yeah. get a bit of a faster aperture on there. And uh, even more so my pet peeve one is the ultra wide. I use the, the ultra wide all the time. I love the ultra wide. It changed the way I shoot with the phone more than anything else. And i think many people uh, i mean, it people now take for granted how wide of a lens they have cuz like yeah 13 thir- i think it's
1: i think it is 13 it's 13 a lot wider than is samsung
0: crazy wide yeah and so. we're just used to it now but it's not the quality is not the same as the the regular wide it feels like you know an iphone 10 yeah
1: i feel like they were closer with the iphone 12s yeah. uh the 13s the main one got a lot better so it's significant and then we we did a comparison with the fold and the s22 and ultra-wide just got destroyed. The iPhone one right. did. Yeah. So I guess it's gonna get better. It has to. Yeah, it
0: has to. So I don't know. But then again, the you go you
1: them. go into like you know, cell phones versus real cameras. If real cameras are improving their sensors, you know, we're still I mean there we're still the gaps getting closer, right. but then you have these kind of jumps. Uh, same thing with like the main sensor gets a lot better. The ultra can get better, but they can't you <laughs> yeah, know, they can't stay at the same involved, point all the time. Know?
0: Right, yeah, yeah. I mean I, so. I I like that they've kind of given up on not worrying about how big the camera bump gets i'm happy to let Did it you just see grow the image grow.
1: online i think it was Ian Zelbo, where like the camera bump was like this <laughs> just the and back. it was on a mini it was oh,
0: yeah it's, it's slowly the, slowly yeah camera bump can be like the size of the wallet uh magnet attachment pretty the, much yeah, so. yeah um yeah i i'd be happy to see that i mean the phone is mostly a camera to me so um i don't know that was most stuff i want to talk to you about though max uh nice. i mean this has been awesome also i i'd love to talk to you more just you know online or uh, offline or whatever about how you've been able to do such a great job growing your channel because oh, you. it's amazing it's hard to do it's especially clickbait man oh, well no. the... <laughs> i mean, we got to deliver you just said you can't just have the bait it's got to be in there too
1: when you have genuine clickbait like you'll see it in your audience retention yeah right if yeah. it's and then you'll still have people commenting no matter what saying negative comments and or a, whatever, a but... disclaimer for
0: anyone that doesn't youtube that con- that is like you know you see a lot of people frustrated with the way like youtube faces for example like reaction faces or Just uh, the fact that titles and thumbnails are always really, really excited. People don't watch otherwise. I mean, you got, you have, they're only commenting because they clicked on the video and they wouldn't have clicked on the video otherwise. It's really a challenge to strike that balance of bringing people in and then delivering. And if anybody hasn't done it, they don't know how challenging it is. You can deliver,
1: but not bring people in. Yeah. That's what I
0: like to think I'm doing. uh...
1: You're doing a good job. Um, Have you, before i forget um you do you know everyday dad yeah yeah yeah. so he has pinned on his twitter like uh what you guys tell me you want my thumbnails to be and then what you click on right and it's like you know drastic difference 100 percent. people complain about you know what we call clickable titles yeah uh but then when you you know do something more generic stuff that worked three four years ago nobody clicks on it yeah Well, I can take
0: a closer look at your titles and thumbnails (laughs) and uh, get some ideas, get some inspiration. And
1: it's, it's what, what makes me sad is like, there's, I follow a variety of creators in different places and there's some amazing ones that had, you know, 2 million, 5 million subscribers getting 2 million views per video, you know, three, four years ago. And there's some of them that are now doing 50,000 views per video. (laughs) And they just, they kept doing the same exact thing they did that worked and that's kind of what happened very
0: it? interesting difference here too is like very few people here are vlogging at all like i know there's almost almost nobody i mean people are creating some videos uh you know this is the video i'm going to create from here plus i'll do an instagram reel i think but um a few years ago everyone would be vlogging this whole thing and you know i obviously it's obvious why it's because it's been replaced by instagram stories and tiktok and stuff but um yeah just that's t- such an interesting example of, of that shift that uh, yeah
1: and there's this kind of like from a lot of people's kind of like uncomfort about TikTok, a lot of the YouTubers that are here, yeah. and of course the photographers that post on Instagram, the fact that they're pushing video so hard.
0: I'm um, uncomfortable with all of it, but
1: and I mean, we're all we're, most of us generally agree, and we're trying to navigate this landscape and how do we do it and do it well. So they're not only is it entertaining, entertaining people watch, mm-hmm. but it actually provides value. The yeah. Majority of people here care. So yeah, there's some people doing great. A lot of us are trying to figure it out, and you know, yeah. so just like us too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
0: you're doing great. So, anyway. So thanks again, Max. Like this was this is seriously awesome I, didn't I know. Goodbye.